We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Campbell's here, uh, Ben, oh sorry, first name's only, don't want to upset me. <laughs> can you hear uh, all Ben? Can you hear us, Ben? I certainly can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, uh, we've got Sai, Ben, uh, and oh. Mike's come all the way from London. Hi lads, how's it going? Hi. Some of you will recognise them, or most of you will recognise them from the podcast each week, it normally sounds a lot less clear. Uh, my, my earphones aren't working, lads, but... <laughs> Crack on, dogger. Crack on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just wear them on your neck there. Also joined today by uh, Stats Extraordinaire Gareth Kurt, who is here to help us run the quiz, which we're starting from seven. Much loved, world famous Doggers Quiz, as I've never decided to call it. Say hello, Gareth. Hello, everybody. There you go, beautiful. <laughs> those beautiful southern tones. And we've got uh, composer extraordinaire Pete MacDonald in the corner here, who wrote and composed the uh, TF. TF weekly pod music for us wrote and composed yeah don't think I'll be able to hear you but <laughs> he said something there in the background it was write the same tune <laughs> sung the same tune something <laughs> along those lines great so we'll crack on we're going to have a, a bit of chat for the first half hour here about into it on the True Faith quiz lads uh, Newcastle play High Flying Leicester who could actually go top of the league this weekend Late November, Leicester City top of the league. No one saw that, and certainly not us. Uh, I think I had them to go down, actually. We all had them to go down. Yeah, they did, didn't we? So they're, they're still trying. It could be a, a, a Brentford-esque <laughs> call from uh, Crino. <laughs> it could. I think the key thing for us to say, that we should say every time, is welcome to Sutherland Football Club. <laughs> Thanks for listening again to us. Adam Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Bonson. <laughs> you know, submit your answers on the quiz. Just quickly on the quiz, uh, again, live from 7... Hopefully we'll have a few people playing. We're going to have the lads here in the studio playing. I've tried to mix it up a bit, which is basically make it easier because scores have been traditionally very low. Apart from NUSC 1984, 1980-94, what's his name? 
Paul? I think we call Paul. it Paul, but Paul. Mar- or Mark. So can anyone wrestle Paul's crown for two free tickets to Liverpool v Newcastle and St James's Park provided by Phoenix Taxis? I could tell you the story about how Phoenix Taxis got those tickets, but it's probably not suitable for radio because yeah, it's slagging the club off. But thanks very much to Newcastle for donating those tickets. Um, yeah, so lads, Mike, I'll start with you as the foreigner. Uh, Leicester City travel to St James's Park. How do you see it going and why? And talk, because you're new to this, talk close to the microphone like I am now. Um, well, we're just waiting for Leicester's bowl to burst, really. Um, to, to be perfectly honest with you, it seems like Vardy... Nine games in a row now. Eight games in a row. He's, he, he's scored. Yeah, nine equaling that record. It's he's going it, for the record. This it's to measure. It's to, it's ten. Yeah, ten's the record. Yeah, ten. And it just seems every week we talk about them, and and you're waiting for that ball to burst for them to to finally come a cropper. But but they keep whether they're going behind, they can go two goals behind, and they, they create so many chances that they're, they're taking taking points from games left, right, and centre. But. I do think their defence is gonna is gonna make them come a cropper at some point in the, in the coming weeks. Maybe the international break will, uh, will will have disrupted them. Who knows? But I think there's plenty of chances um, with Leicester if you attack them. Obviously, there's a danger of, of Morris and Vardy their pace on the break. But I think there's chances in there if a team goes for them and uh, there could well be goals. I think I think you made a lot of good. faith.co.uk and in doing the research there's a few things that sprang out number one Leicester haven't kept a single clean sheet this season they've only conceded two less goals than us and our defence has been terrible and apart from the Mackhams on the opening day who are a disgrace they haven't beat a single team by more than one goal all of their games have been very very tight and they've had, they've had a lot of luck and that's not saying they don't deserve to be where they are because they do but it hasn't been like they've walked away but they've actually scored 25 goals which is decent in 13 games, almost two goals a game. I think only Man City and Arsenal have scored more goals than them. So, you know, there's, they're obviously a threat. But, as, as, as kind of Mike's alluding to, there's got to be goals in this one. We, I mean, we've kept two clean sheets in a row, funnily enough. Not that we've deserved to against Bournemouth, <laughs> but uh, we, we have. And uh, obviously, Leicester kind of leak a lot of goals, but they create a lot of chances. Ben, I'll get your thoughts on this. Uh, do you agree with Mike? Do you just think you know it's a very open game and it's a tough one to call? Or do you think Narni Castle are going to smash it? Because I, I do. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be back and forth. I mean, you, you just have to look at our results recently. Um, we've not really dominated. I mean, the Norwich game, okay, we scored six goals, but that was a for for a lot long sort of periods of it. It was back and forth. Um, both teams had chances, and I think if it wasn't for Norwich sort of lacking anyone up top to to finish the, the chances for them. I think the, the scoreline could have been um, a bit closer, um, but I think we've, we've sort of shown enough in the last few weeks that um, we're starting to get used to playing together as the team and people are uh, bedding together. I think Perez has been brilliant um, when he's come in. I think he'll be a handle for any. It, he'll be tough to handle for anyone. Um, so I think he'll be one of the big keys to the game. Um, we've obviously got to sort of be careful as well. I mean, it's not been happening so much at home, but um, when Yaldon Sissoko sort of getting isolated, I mean, we've alluded to it a number of times that we're, we're very sort of easy to, to stop playing if, if you stop those two uh, two from getting on the ball. So it's going to be key that sort of McLaren um, get, gets them in the positions and, and, and that he, he plays Perez a bit closer to Mitrovic to, to get we're playing in the right spots. But I think um, I, I think we'll I think we'll, we'll squeeze a result. So you think we'll win? Uh, Sai, thoughts on Newcastle's chances against Leicester? I think, and I'm, why? I'm I'm with you, Dogger. I think we'll smash it. It's a, it's a cold November weekend. They're coming up at, up to Newcastle. 
Jamie Vardy won't fancy it. Is, isn't he injured? No, he's playing. Crap. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It will be quite an open game. I think you're right. I, don't, I certainly don't think we'll keep a third clean sheet. But the way the way we played the last couple of home games, we're, we're creating chances, and and Leicester don't keep clean sheets. So I don't know. By by all the logic we've basically already discussed, we'll, we should beat them. Fair enough. And what? Why do you think, Si? You know, when you're talking about the performances the last couple of games, what do you think the difference has been to the start of the season? You look back at the Watford and Sheffield games. Why do you now? Go to a home game with Newcastle United, thinking three points is in the bag because that's a dangerous state of mind, and one that has uh, caught up with us on many an occasion. <laughs> that's a good point. Should I just predict a loss and then <laughs> and chances are we might win? Um, no, I don't know. We're, we're hitting some form, some sort of form. I mean, you could, Bournemouth wasn't great, but we still got the result. Um, at home, we look very, very comfortable on the ball now. Whereas the first five or six games, we just didn't really look like we knew what we're doing. But with the with the front six, as we keep banging on about it, we now look like we can just create a goal at any stage in the game, which it's taken a while to get there. But I'm not worried about us scoring goals, and that's that's been the main issue earlier in the season. I think if you, you look at Leicester and Watford, it's a different proposition, isn't it? If you think Watford are going to come there and just pack the pack the midfield, yep. and just sit tight and, and just try and catch in a break. Leicester are going to be open. They've got white, two wide men. Are they going to go for it? Um, I think it's a lot harder when you've got a team like Watford who might not cause you many trouble at the back but they're going to sit in and they're going to frustrate you you're going to have the ball in front of them all the time and if you don't have the players that uh, c- c- can you know, unpick them it can get frustrating after about half an hour and yeah. that's where they pick teams off so I think it, it, it's not going to be one of those games where after 30-35 minutes you're frustrated at you know, not breaking a team down I think Leicester will they'll have their chances but they'll be open as well Ben, do you agree with that? Do you think that Leicester's uh, mentality will like play in Newcastle's hands, as Mike says, compared to a Watford? Who I think I don't know if you saw the game, Mike, but you've just summed it up very well. It was a smash and grab from Watford that I think they only had two shots mm. and they scored them both, and then yeah. that was it. Ben, do you think? Can you see the, the differences? Yeah, it was a couple of errors from it in Newcastle as well, wasn't it? I mean, do you think specifically? One. Do you think that Ranieri's going to be like actually we can't be this open, or do you think they are what they are? I, I mean, I can't admit to have seen seen much of their. Of, of them this season, other than sort of the highlights of games and stuff, but you, you get the feeling that they only really know one way to play. I don't think they've got the the sort of defensive stalwarts in there that they can batten down the hatches and and it, it can sort of play for a, a tight game. I think as well, you look at the players they've got up front that they, they defend from the front. I mean, Vardy's tirelessly working, um, and they've, they've, the midfield really, other than Mares, isn't a sort of standout. Um, I mean, they've got the likes of. Um, I mean, all Brighton on the wing, who never really did anything at Villa, is is having a bit of a, a quality season for them so far. But um, I, the other sort of midfielders, the names, is it Drinkwater? In I think Drinkwater is a, 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 a good player. He's a, he's he's a solid midfielder. He's, I mean, he's championship sort of quality, I would say. Um, Watch him banging them in next year. <laughs> but it's, it, I mean, it, well, he missed a, f- a note and goal a couple of weeks ago. Um, okay. But I, I just don't think he's... I, I think they've probably got a similar type of team to us in that the, the midfield sort of centre partnership isn't brilliant. Um, but they get a lot of, of joy for, from the width and, and Vardy creates a lot of um, sort of his own chances by his work rate. He sort of forces errors and things like that. So um, I think it's definitely a game man-to-man sort of matching up. We've, we've got a good chance. Um, and I think they'll, they will they only know really one way to play. They've, it's been working for them. So I think Ranieri will come up here thinking... Especially the way Newcastle have been recently, 
that they, they've got a chance to sort of take work apart, and I, I think that could sort of work in our favour as well. So the two clean sheets in a row don't count for anything? Nah. <laughs> Have you seen the games? <laughs> well, we may, we may as well talk about specifics for a moment. Now, come to you, Sai. Um, there was much debate about the left back uh, on Twitter a few careful, weeks ago. Careful, careful what you say. <laughs> um, would you play on Babu? And reported the high direct? I was just about to say, uh, picking up on um, what Mike just said before, yeah, they're, they're going to come down the wings, they're going to get lots of uh, balls in. You're comfortable with Yama on one side being able to deal with that. You're not comfortable with. I'm sorry to say it. You're not comfortable with with Paul, Paul Dummett at left back. Um, See, I think I disagree. I think this is the kind of game. If you're saying they're going to be a particular threat, he is quite solid. He's not good. The, hang on, hang back. on, lads. You're forgetting. This is the man that uh, against Raheem Sterling, who's a 50 million pound player, and against Eden Hazard, who's reportedly a 50 million pound player. Paul Dummett had them in his pocket in both games. You didn't see a peep out of them too when we beat Chelsea and Liverpool. So, Mares, who's he? <laughs> yeah, fair point. Um, although not. <laughs> if, if you, if you, if you, yeah, yeah. If you're saying um, that, that, that those two performances from Hazard and, and Sterling were solely down to Paul, Paul. I am. No, yeah. After after the last couple of games, well, I think we 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 fairly confident that he just looks so exposed. And I think if if they concentrate their threat down our left side. Which is the easiest thing to do as any team coming to St James's Park. They'll have some joy because he just can't handle being left. And yeah, all right, he doesn't get much support, but that's not his position. It's not where he's best. He's not quick. He'll get beaten. He'll get beaten time and time again. Fair enough. Um, I personally would probably play him just just because the the team have kept a clean sheet the past two. Rubbish. Games. You just want to play him so you don't get more grief. <laughs> well, uh, we've kept a clean sheet the last two games somehow. And it it would be silly to change the back four on that oh, basis. There's no doubt you will keep the same. There's no doubt. Yeah. You ask, your question was, would you play him? Yeah. No. No. That's fair enough. Uh, the rest of the team kind of picks itself besides the the middle two. Ben, um, thoughts on that? Do you think? Do you think it's literally? Well, it, it does pick itself because we've only got two players well, there. Th- there is the discussion that obviously you can put Perez on the left and move Wijnaldum yeah, inside, or put Sissoko inside and play. He's, uh, he's not going to do it. Why would he yeah. do it now? If he's had. I mean, we've we've had this midfield partnership for the last two or three games now, and he's not sort of thought about that. So he, he's not going to go that way. He likes the four four two. I think it, it worked. Um, I mean, we were a bit unlucky against Stoke not to uh, get through. I thought Sissoko had a couple of chances where he probably should have should have scored, especially one where the keeper made a good save with his feet. So I, th- I think he'll stick with the four four two. That's where we're getting the best out of Mitrovic and Perez. Um, so I think it's just a case oh. of what's going on. Just, just seen Sai looking at Gareth's. Uh Sheet there. No, I was looking at with that. the answers to that. I was that. listening to that lady on the news. Oh, <laughs> shenanigans again. I'm sure he's uh, been up to something like that before. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I think you'll stick with Tiote and, and Anita just because that's the way we've been going and, and we've been set up pretty solidly. Um, I mean, we've got the clean sheet, as you said, so I can't see him changing it. Fair enough. Uh, I think we've got about 50 minutes. We might talk through some of the other Premier League fixtures while, while Premier League expert Mike Crean is here. Uh, Mike does the True Faith, one of the True Faith blogs, which you can find every week. Actually, your blog's been beaten in mind for um, reading figures. I don't know if you've oh. noticed. Probably no, got well, it tattooed hey, on your back. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's you, not you, a didn't, you didn't tell me that, Dodds. surprisingly <laughs> enough. But yeah, no, got to keep your feet grounded. <laughs> every, every time you mention Paul Dummett in your post match tweets, you lose yourself a <laughs> reading. 
and Rob Elliott. <laughs> Richie Smith's working away in London now for the Robbie Elliott Farm <laughs> Club, planning strike action against Phoenix Taxis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, lads, I'll just get a quick prediction. I've gone uh, 3-1 to Newcastle. Ben, how are you going to go on this one? I'll go 2-1. 2-1, Cy? 3-2. Goals and Mike? Yeah, I'll go for a 3-2 Newcastle as well. Get in. Guys, want to give us a prediction? No, no. Oh, nice. Nice. Pete? 2-0 Newcastle. Get in. Clean sheet. Celebrating predictions like this. What's happening? That would be Leicester's first game they haven't scored this season. They've scored in every single Premier League game. Every single <laughs> Premier League game. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lads, th- we'll talk about the big one. Uh, Man City, Liverpool tomorrow night, 5.30. Uh, Wait, Pete's a Liverpool fan. Sorry. Uh, so well. right. And Mike, how do you see this one going? Because it, people are talking about it as the kind of the test for this Liverpool side on the clock. Because Chelsea were rubbish. And they've had their results apart from Chelsea have been indifferent. So how do you see this one going? I think it's a bit ridiculous to say this is a test of Klopp's Liverpool team. Give it How, how long has he been there? What? How many games? Well, I, I disagree. Not, it's not a two yeah, game, I don't but. think it's fair to judge him totally, but I think it's ha- you know this team that went and beat Chelsea. That people are talking about the for Champions League. Klopp's talking about Champions League, or he's talking about challenging for it. Or do you think this is a freebie? Then do you think this is just? No, I I, I think they should should certainly be going for Champions League. But I think a, w- a win at Chelsea is not necessarily the bellwether of success at the moment, <laughs> given given the teams that have gone there and you know, they've lost six games this season. Um, I think. Because of that, then Champions League is certainly what Liverpool should be aiming for. Chelsea are pretty much out of it. They're, it's going to have to take a miracle for them to get back in it now. So they certainly should be challenging for that. But that's not to say that there's not a big gap between the likes of Man City at the top of the league and those who will be challenging for that fourth position. Um, I, I still think there is a big a big gap to be closed there. And I think it's not... You know, it can't be seen as a test of Klopp's Liverpool, so to speak. It's going to take him a long time until next season to, you know, to, to be really feasibly start start judging that team. But um, Klopp again, I don't think anyone's actually saying that. <laughs> I, don't think no, I don't think it's Jurgen Klopp. Your fate as Liverpool decides on this game. It's judging where this current side, this team of players, is at. You can still disagree with that, but it's more the fact you're saying let him have next season. I don't think anyone's saying if he if he loses this after time, it needs more get time. Get back to Germany. You can imagine though <laughs> if if if, uh, if Liverpool do get the result, that the papers will go nuts. Oh, yeah. Klopp, he's, he's really proven himself now. Like that will happen. So yeah, the the thing is they'll have they'll have they'll have those results to the way they play and it will get them up for those again. But they'll have plenty of other results, disappointing results. So I think their home form will probably be more indicative of of how they're progressing as a team because you know teams will come and make it difficult as we talked about Watford coming to to Newcastle earlier in the season and, and, and making it really difficult to break down teams will go to Liverpool and do that and, and we, we've seen them struggle against Palace a uh, defeat at home to Palace um, I think there'll be plenty of results like that and it's probably more indicative looking at those home games and that home form over the course of the rest of the season than, than this one-off game um, against you know the likes of Man City I do think there's a big gap between Man City at the top, and you know, then Arsenal, and then the the, the two teams, likely Man United, Liverpool, Tottenham, going for that fourth place. Um, but yeah, it's it's not to say it won't be a great game, but I, I just think it will be be more important for Liverpool to focus on that on on their home form this season and winning those games they're expected to win if they can step up to that plate this year. You say there's been a big gap. I, I've I'm still waiting for Man City really to, uh, to show some consistency where they're the dominant teams. I mean, I watched that Villa game a couple of weeks ago and they were awful. Um, they're really struggling without Aguero. Um, okay, they've they've got De Bruyne and Sterling who are worth 100 million between them, 
but that I mean there were try I mean there were two guilt edge chances the pair of them got and they tried to do these ridiculous little flicks yeah. from like fifteen yards out and it's like what are you doing lads just just put your foot through it and finish it it's, yeah but it, it, chances like that are costing them and they're not um, as I say the the lack in the strike I mean Bonnie Bonnie uh, has been injured sort of since um, who you thought could come in and be that sort of figurehead um, but it just shows you that the Premier Leagues are very difficult to play without a, a front man. That's, that's there to be the focal. I mean, you, you look at Newcastle without Mitrovic. We were a, a joke. Um, so I think City really, until they get a striker back, Arthur works. Swansea men. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right though on Aguero. If they had Aguero, they'd be absolutely smashed. Yeah. Well, I just think un- until he comes back, I think there's a chance teams could like cling on to them, and you, you know what his injury record is like. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to run away with, with run away with the league. And to be honest, the, they've still got questions in that team. I think before. I mean, they're on. So obviously, potentially, they they could be brilliant, but I think there's still a lot of questions to be answered. And I think this will be a tougher game for them because I think Liverpool will set out to be tough. Um, yeah. I mean, we alluded to the Chelsea game there, and I thought they were really solid. That I mean, okay, Chelsea going through a bad form, so it's probably not necessarily a, a great uh, gorge of where they're at, but they, they were still were were really sort of tight tight at the back, and I think that they'll they'll make it difficult for City. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think the Aguero points are. Important one, I was surprised that City didn't buy a striker. And to be fair, all of the top four clubs you look, look mm-hmm. at Man United, they did a top striker. Now they got Marshall, and but you know yeah. the top proven striker, Arsenal. Um, S- still waiting for one. Exactly, City, Chelsea needed one as well with Costa's hamstrings, and then you know what you're talking <laughs> about. Remy, what he's done this season. Well, well, arguably Remy should be given a chance <laughs> in that Chelsea team because Costa's just pressing herself <laughs> this right button at the moment. But I think I think all of those top four teams could could have done at the beginning of the season with getting another top striker in given the injury record of the likes of Aguero and Costa and, and the frailties in the other teams um, that that surprised me but I think yes yeah, certainly if City could get um, Aguero fit I nearly said Chopper there don't know why I said that <laughs> <laughs> Aguero fit for the rest of the season then they'll they'll, they'll easily open up a, a gap and absolutely smash it I think if you look at I, I don't know the exact teams but I think if in the 2015 the teams that Costa have scored against are like Villa, mm. Sunderland, Everton, Stoke, and someone else terrible. The tight teams, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, he's, he's failed to score in a big game in a long, long time. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on because we've got about five more minutes of this Premier League chat before uh, we'll get on to the Newcastle United quiz, uh, which will be which will be starting just after seven o'clock. Uh, so, Mike, um, I'll come to you again. Middlesbrough QPR playing tonight. What what is it with these Premier League uh, these Friday night fixtures? It's just championship in it. They've done it for a while. Oh, they're they're a nightmare. You get no one in the grounds. It's, yeah. it's, no one watches it on the telly, so I don't really know the point of it. It's <laughs> a horrible game. Speaking of Chelsea, then quickly, Mike Chelsea yeah. Norwich. Do you think this is going to be Chelsea back on track, or do you think Norwich might have a surprise for them? Well, I, I think I think Chelsea the, the last game they had before the international break at Stoke. I thought Chelsea were really unlucky. Um, watched a large part of that game and they created they created chances who are you John Carver I caught a bit of it uh, <laughs> I think Stoney caught the second I saw, half I saw, <laughs> saw about an hour um, but I, I thought they were really unlucky um, about an hour have. a bit of it you watch about an hour I saw about an hour <laughs> yeah I, I think I think, I think talking about <laughs> well, how much I well, watched no, the game in the is first less half, interesting so. but yeah but yeah, I, I thought I thought they created plenty of chances. They looked like they had a bit more of a swagger about them again, uh, and confidence going forward. Um, Remy should have had a penalty um, uh, towards the end of the game as well. But yeah, I, I thought they played well against Stoke, um, and I think it's 
it, 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 it's something if they play like that against Norwich, a team who've you know, conceded conceded about two goals on average every way again this season, um, they will get plenty of chances, and 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 I think I think Chelsea will get a win. That's not to say they'll be back on track, um, but I, I can see them getting a win because I think they've shown signs in a couple of games before the international break um, that you know that they started creating chance again and, and, and started looking like they're, they're getting slightly back to a, a half-decent team. Any disagreements or agreements with that, lads? No. Mike's an Ipswich fan here. <laughs> That's a disagreement. Oh, well, I, 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 no, I, don't, I don't think there was... A, it was just we, purely... He's been rumbled. He's been rumbled. <laughs> we were going to leave the professional integrity of Michael Green to it. Let the listeners decide. Norwich it? fans were sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving on. I think one which has caught the eye this weekend is probably Swansea Bournemouth because people, uh, the media sections of it, are saying that if Gary Monk fails to win this game, he could be out of a job, Mike. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one because Bournemouth need a win as well. If, if, if we take that last game against you before uh, before the international break that we talked about on the pod, um, the amount of possession and, and, and territory they had, the ball they had in, in, in your final third but didn't get in behind uh, uh, the amount of times they got in behind for that for that possession um, will be worrying for them and and Swansea seem to have a, a, a similar problem when when they're when they're on song and, uh, and they're playing this nice possession football that, then it's good but when when you start losing games and you, you, be, you you're not easy to to you know you're very easy to break down and you, you can't get in people's faces and, and change game plan and it it seems very much like they're they're struggling to get in behind teams and now shipping goals at the other end. So it's a difficult sort of game to, to, to get back into the rhythm if you're just playing possession football and knocking it about. It's not like you can quickly change change tack and, and get on the front foot and really get a crowd behind you. It's a, it's a difficult one when it's going against you. So, yeah, I can, I can see a 0-0 a, a or a 1-0 or, or late penalty or mistake, mistake solving this game, I think. Sorry, do you think Gary Monk, we've talked about it on the pod, but quickly, do you think that Gary Monk deserves the sack if he was to lose the game? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, someone left the kettle on there. <laughs> fully, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's done an alright job. I think we all, when he first took the job, we all sort of raised an eyebrow and said, "Is he really going to be able to, to carry on uh, the way they were going?" And he did for a bit, and they've had a, a struggle. They've struggled for the last, um, I don't know, three or four months now. I don't see what 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 there is to gain from Sackman at this stage. Might as well go a bit longer. They're not in any danger. I don't think there's there's three or four teams much worse than them. Why not let them just see the season out? And if he can turn a corner, great. If he doesn't, start again next year. The the one thing I would say is that if you if you look at the Swansea board's record, they support managers, but they yeah. have been quite ruthless. If you look at Lowdrop when he fell out with them over over transfers, he was gone immediately. Um, and it is reports of it to be believed they wanted to get someone in to help Gary Monk, and he and he turned it down. So. Yeah. Yeah, it could be interesting more mm. from that point of view to see how long they give I'd him. say stronger than that, I think he told them if they brought in a director of football over the summer, he would resign. Which is a lot of our... He, he may yeah. well have done a decent job, but for a man who's 36, I think, yeah. it's uh, you don't have a lot to back you up. And he's never gone through a tough spell in his career as, as manager before, so it's not as if they can look at how he's reacted in the past. So, yeah, that's we, bold. We need to do a bit of musical chairs in here. Pete, is there any way that if we shuffled round, you could go next to Gareth to help him score? Yeah, of course. So... Not that anyone can hear my views on this, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to get ready well, for the quiz now. <laughs> viewers, can you comment on But what that has to do with... 
this is the most professional radio show. We definitely didn't turn up three minutes beforehand, did we, Ben and Si? Uh, and then I don't know, did we? <laughs> you did, <Hello>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but as Mike like cuts himself trying to open a can. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is lovely and cosy. So basically, here's what's going to happen during the quiz. I mean, we'll we'll leave it till just about seven o'clock. But Gareth and Pete, our guests this week, are going to score for us. If you take a team each, like you know, one person takes one team another, so you're not kind of so you can keep track of the teams that you're scoring. Mike, you are going to go on a team with who? Ben, do you just want to join? It's up? easy, may as well. We're next to yeah, each other. Yeah, next to each other. So, Sai, you're by yourself for this one. Oh, good. <laughs> well, this is uh, absolutely Someone turn class, off the music so we can stop moving the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work for all the kids' parties, Sai? <laughs> no comment. Was that an Adam Bonson <laughs> joke? Uh, Mick, Mick, he's been missed. He loves a quiz. Does anyone know what he's doing tonight? Probably working. Probably working. Here you go. Peter's after a pen. Thank you. So we'll leave it a couple more minutes. Just let, it's seven o'clock now. So who who is is, is NUFC nineteen eighty ninety four won every quiz? I think so. Yeah, he's won every. So Actually, I don't know if he made the first one. Possibly, no. but, but Spice all the ones he's done, I'm pretty sure, but not bottom this week. <laughs> I don't know. I, I usually uh, I'm down there with him. <laughs> we we might threaten him. So tonight's quiz is going to be four rounds, forty questions. I'm going to for Richie Smith, who's. <laughs> Probably not listening. I was going to say, have I got something to write on? Yeah. You, I'll, I'll write on my phone. You do it on your phone. Oh, these guys have got a pen. <laughs> oh, um, convenient. Yeah. Well, I think so, Gareth, you're going to check the notifications there. Um, so, yep. Yeah, basically, at the end of each round, at the ev- end of every 10 questions, tweet in your score. That You can tweet them in at TF Weekly Pod on Twitter, 1 to 10. Uh, no, number 1, whatever the answer is. Number 1, call court. Number 2, call court. As I saw the gag the other day by someone that was funny. Well done. Um, not, you? not claiming your own gags there, Dougie. Um, You're the only one who does the Twitter. That was oh well, fair. It was, it was this good. So, someone put um, quite rightly. No, it might not have been him, just because you know how he likes to talk to himself in there. Yeah, so or you could put like number one, number two, or you can you can screenshot your answers and send them in that way. That's probably easier, and you've got more space to play with. Um, so. While we're reading, I'm reading the answers out round by round. We'll tot up the scores that come in and keep a round by round league table. Hopefully, lads, get in. Um, as we've just realised, the world is listening. <laughs> so, I'll say it, lads. Without <laughs> further ado, Mickey will be delighted when he listens to the podcast of this. He has it on in his, his shop. Um, <laughs> right, shall we get started? Yeah. So, lads, here we go. Round number one is the Glorious Newcastle United. 1993 to 2004. As well, if you if you don't catch, you know, there's people who might not be able to end it at the start. Of this is a few lads tweeted in saying that they can't catch the start of it or they won't be get their answers in. We'll we'll believe you if you sub your, submit your answers uh, retrospectively. We'll also con- we'll also take those as well. Um, do you reckon? Are you going to tweet the questions as well, Gareth? Do you anything to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, Gareth's also going to tweet the questions in case you missed them. So again, on our Twitter page, if you go back and uh, are all the questions under 150 characters? <laughs> <laughs> good, good point, Gareth. Probably, e- yeah, it's probably easier to, to photograph them and, and, and tweet them that way. So here we go. <laughs> Make sure you don't. I think we may well be coming last. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lads. I'll tell you what, Gareth. I'll I'll photograph them and tweet them. Yeah, okay? okay. Right. Here we go. Round one. The glory is Newcastle United, nineteen ninety three to two thousand four. As Sai opens a can, I'm so. <laughs> 
in the size I how well lads quiz on here right number one who scored more Premier League goals for Newcastle Andy Cole or Les Ferdinand that was number one who scored more Premier League goals for Newcastle Andy Cole or Les Ferdinand just tweet that <laughs> <laughs> So, number one, who scored more Premier League goals for Newcastle? <laughs> Andy Cole, that's fair. No Googling, Si. Got your phone in your hands. Well, because I'm having to write it on a notepad. Pete, will you, will you do the honour of... He's having to write it into Google so, right, to make sure he gets the right <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> Right, that's question number one. 50 questions to go, lads. That's it. 40. That's not how you spell Google. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. In the 1996-97 season, Manchester United, Arsenal... Uh, played with grounds that had higher capacities than St James's Park, three six six four nine. Name two of the other four clubs which had larger capacities than St James's Park. <laughs> Basically, in, in, in the ninety six ninety seven season, which grounds Bar Man U and Arsenal had bigger capacities than St James's? Not that hard, lads. All right. All we need is two of the four. Two of the four to get a point, okay? That was, you so that was how many guesses do you get? Well, two. Two. Just put two. You put two down, and if you get the birthright, right, right, you, right, you get a point. So, which, apart from Man United and Arsenal, which grounds had a higher capacity than St James's Park in the 96 97 season? Question number three. Which season did Newcastle United record a better goal difference? 95 96 or 96 97? That was question number three. Which season did Newcastle United record a better goal difference? 95-96 or 96-97? We all got that, lads? Just, Against whom did Festina Westbria score his last Newcastle United goal? Bloody hell, side. So it's question four. Against whom did Festina Westbria score his last Newcastle United goal? Question number five. <laughs> In the 94 95 season, Newcastle had just three players in their squad born outside of the United Kingdom. Who were they? That's question number five. In the 1994-95 season, Newcastle had just three players in their squad born outside of the United Kingdom. Who were they? I am struggling to tweet and, <laughs> and uh, say these questions out. Right, I'm up to number two, so here we go. I hope Richie Smith plays like he's requested this. So if he doesn't submit any answers, I'll not be happy. <laughs> so question number six. How many league games did Newcastle go unbeaten at the start of the 94-95 season? Question number six. How many league games did Newcastle go unbeaten at the start of the 94-95 season? Question number seven. Who scored more goals for Newcastle? Robert Lee or Gary Speed? Question number seven. Who scored more... Sorry, I should quantify this. League goals. Who scored more league goals for Newcastle? Robert Lee or Gary Speed? I don't know if it was any different or non-league goals, but that, that's what I wrote down. So, you know. Question number eight. 
Newcastle United scored only two goals in the opening four games at the start of the 98-99 season. Who got both goals? Question number eight. Newcastle only scored two goals in their opening four fixtures at the start of the 98-99 season. Who scored both goals for Newcastle? We on course, lads. Nothing needs repeated. Not yet. Um, okay. Hmm. Quick moving on. Question number nine. Which club? <laughs> Which club has finished higher than the other in the Premier League more times? Tottenham Hotspur or Newcastle? So while both Tottenham and Newcastle have been in the Premier League, who has achieved more higher league positions? Bit of a um, rubbish question. <laughs> that not in terms of the answer, but in the terms of the way I'm saying it. <laughs> a hard what, one. what's the inspiration for that? <laughs> well, the inspiration is this. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll go through it and my answers. We're nearly at the end of the uh, the glory years, Newcastle United, round one. So that was question number nine. Which club has finished higher than the other more times in the Premier League, Newcastle or Tottenham? Question number ten, the last one for this round. Which player started more games in defence for Newcastle than any other in the 2001-02 season? So which player started more games in defence for Newcastle than any other in the 2001-02 season? Make sense, eh? Is there anything? I'm going to just tweet uh, tweet these questions. Questions four to eight. It'll not be long before my battery goes. <laughs> oh, I've got the charger. Cracking, Mike. It'll be alright. That last one again, sorry? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be. Uh, basically, who started the most games in defence for Newcastle? Right, so anywhere in the back four. Yeah, anywhere in the back four. 2001, <laughs> 2002. That's questions 1 to 10. Please submit your answers. Um, the lads will start totting up. I, I, should I, do you want me to run through any of the, the uh, questions again, lads? Questions 1 to 10? Uh, nah, we're all right. Are we, um, are we keeping the marking quiet for these guys until the end? Or? No, no, we'll, like, we'll do it round by round. They'll mark their own. Unless they should swap. No, they'll mark their own. We'll trust them. It's it's a fair enough... Uh, Although I think someone should uh, browse an eye of... Uh, Size answers. Seeing last <laughs> last time, you three or four uh, answers for one of the we'll questions. We'll give people, you know, is, is there any questions? Any questions? People know they've definitely got the answer to Ben. Anything there? You think yes? I've got this. No. Brilliant. Side. <laughs> uh, any that? What? Sorry. You think that you've got definitely. Uh, wow, well, there's, there's a couple because you're giving us um, 50-50s in a lot of cases. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good point. Do you know if it's definite though? I'm pretty confident in a couple. And I'm definite on at least one. So are we doing the answers now, Tara? We're going to do the answers very shortly, but we're going to let a few few more um, people tweet in. People tweet yeah. in there. There's a slight time delay, so the tweets will, yeah. will, will trickle in. Yeah. Is it worth doing round two? No. Plus, I've got to get all of them on for Richie Smith, because he's playing via Twitter only. If he's... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I quite enjoyed doing this one. Obviously, it was uh, a. <laughs> it, it's called the glory years. There wasn't that much glory, but obviously, it was a lot better than it was these days. I mean, if you look at that that period when Newcastle first came into the Premier League, even the seasons that were a rubbish, like uh, 97, 98, 99, 2000, and 2000, 2001, there was a Wembley appearance. All of them. There was two, or two or three cracking. 
well, sorry, four or five Kraken Cup runs compared to what we normally have. Certainly a lot compared to these days. Just for, for those listeners there, you, you will be able to get this back on a podcast to listen when you listen back to the uh, the, the actual show. Um, Dodgy will give like commentary like you do with films and stuff <laughs> when they, they talk So we've got entries so far from Lord Spiceman, NUFC 1980-94, Stuart Fraser, John Henderson. Use, use his proper name, it's Paul. Paul, and also Kev at Venison Barry, who's gone handwritten. Cheers, that's uh, it's a nice bit of tradition. <laughs> nice <laughs> touch. <laughs> he couldn't keep the shadow off his photograph, though. I'll tell you, I'll do it as I'm, as I'm doing the answers. Guys, just seeing if, uh, how the marking scheme works. No, it would help if he was able to get a head start, though, because he's got quite a few to... Oh, yeah, so, yeah. no, Gareth, normally you've got to get both questions. If there's two answers, you've got to get... Uh, both. Yeah. And Gareth, question um, two, two answers will do. They just need two to get a point. And if they get one, it's a half point. Complicated thing. Josh McClune is just submitted as well. Thanks very much, Josh. He's a regular player. Yeah, Josh knows his stuff. And what we'll do is, anyone else um, going along from this um, is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of tweet out. We've also got um, Jack is just giving us one question. Um, <laughs> Good luck. It'll probably be Ben. Yes, yes. You <laughs> so here we go. So I'm going to crack this off. Oh, you gonna- You've had a couple of cans. Hang on, it's before 9 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, Graham Milton's got in touch. Let's go with this. Um, Graham Milton's got in touch. <laughs> uh, <coughs> right, we're going to crack on, okay? I just I, Now I've got to grab my answers. Oh, don't do them in front of his dugger. All right. It's just, it's, just, it's just the answers to the round that's already been. Just save your time Googling them. Okay, number one. Who scored more goals in the Premier League for Newcastle, Andy Cole or Les Ferdinand? The answer was... Ferdy. No. Oh. <laughs> Andy Cole. Andy Cole scored 43 Premier League goals for Newcastle, Ferdinand 31. <laughs> ben, really? What? Ferdinand's in here like two years. Oh, so Cole was as there well. There was only two, two in it. Cole, 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 Cole was as well. Cole thought, in the Premier League was only here a season and a bit. Yeah. Well, true. He scored loads of goals. I thought, well, he, I knew Ferdinand had been... Lo- yeah, he did, hi. That's a shock. Yeah. Uh, question number two. I wanted the four teams apart from Manu, Arsenal, that had uh, larger <laughs> capacities. Four teams, you mean two teams. Sorry, two of the four. Two yeah. of the four. This is the worst question I'll you've ever asked. I'll go through them. But you've given two. Christopher Woods have just come in as well. So, Sheffield Wednesday, 39,859. Aston Vile, 39,399. Leeds, anyone get Leeds? 40,200. Well, we only put two down. And Liverpool, Anfield, yeah, 42,730. So, one of Sheffield, Vile, Leeds, or Liverpool. I would also accept Everton, I think, because I, Ev- I don't think I said Everton in the question. Goodison. Yeah, Goodison uh, has, I forget it, but it's, it's high. It's about 36 or something. Did I say Everton so Everton doesn't count in the question? Did I say Everton in the question? No, you didn't. No, you only said two. Yeah, you only said two, it. and you yeah. said there were four right. teams. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that would be a fifth team. Five teams. Another one. Which is wrong then. <laughs> we're definitely going to have to edit out question two when we record this for a pod. Okay. How are you getting on marking? Yeah, fine. Uh, well, I'm marking these guys. <laughs> oh, you're marking those guys, are you? <laughs> Pete's marking those. Gareth struggling his way through with Twitter. <laughs> Gareth's doing the thousands of uh, entries that we're getting in uh, on Twitter. 
Okay. Right, so question number three. Which season did Newcastle United record a better goal difference? 95, 96 or 96, 97? The answer was 96, 97. Oh, you Newcastle recorded a goal difference of plus 33 uh, compared to 95, 96 of plus 29. The 96, 97 season, despite um, accruing about uh, 9 or 11 less points, I don't know, you had the 7-1 v Spurs, the 5-0 against Man United, and Newcastle actually scored three or more goals on 11 occasions, 96, 97. Dog, not that bad? I'm not doing well in these 50-50s, like... <laughs> Okay, question number four. Against whom did Fastino Aspria score his last Newcastle United goal? The answer is Barcelona. Oh. Crazy that, isn't it? No one ever talks about them being his last goals for Newcastle. When you said B, we, f- we put Blackburn, so we thought <laughs> we had a chance there. <laughs> Blackburn? They, yeah, some, pulling it out of the hat. <laughs> what did some some say they play like... Well, I don't know, do I? <laughs> you, right. And no, I, I just went Everton. I just put, chose the team that would <laughs> yeah. have been the Premier League at that no, time. Like. Which Blackburn were. Yeah. He, he actually didn't score for Newcastle in his, na- in his last nine league games. His last league goals coming in the opening day win against Sheffield. No wonder we got rid of him. Bet you, bet you didn't know that, Mike. If I, if I watched like, the season review and he missed a sitter against Blackburn, he was like... <laughs> Cracking season review is the go 97-98. I don't know if anyone listens ever watched them. I used to watch them back in the day. Uh, VHS. Um... <laughs> In 94-95, Newcastle had just three players in their squad born outside of the United Kingdom. Who were they? Philip Albert, Mark Hottiger, Pavel Cernacek. Got two of them. Too. Rule for that. Two, two's uh, good enough for half a point. You needed all three for the points. Fair play. Two, so two for half a point, all three for a point. I should have put a mark scheme down, shouldn't yeah. I, Gareth? That would have made it much easier for <laughs> you. Who was the third one, sorry, Mark? Pavel, Pavel Sunacek was the no. third one. Mark Hottiger and Philip. Oh, Hot, yeah. I, went, I went for Shaka Hislop, wasn't he born in like... Um, yeah, but he wasn't there. Barbados yeah. or something. I was thinking Shaka, but I didn't think... Yeah. Oh, wasn't Shaka born in London? Yeah, I can't hear you guys when I feel the headphones. I thought we've had this in... Trinidad yeah, or something. Before, yeah. One or the other. Yeah, he, well, well, he played in the schoolboys or something, didn't he? So Do me a lemon. Anyway, Gareth's asking about question two. You needed two for one mark. Two of the five available. And Everton counts. Half a, mark. Half, a, half a mark for one. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Stuart Fraser saying, How the bleep did he forget Albert? <laughs> um, yep, Stuart, bad one. Also, Rule Fox that season um, took Montserrat nationality to play for them, but was born in Ipswich. So if you got <laughs> him, he doesn't count. He's uh, actually coaching, uh, he runs football course in Ipswich now. Does he? Yeah, yeah, that's what he does, yeah. Good lad. Good lad. Him and Kieran Dyer. <laughs> um, the Drungles, Kieran Dyer. Who scored more league goals? No, sorry. How many league games? This is question six. How many league games did Newcastle United go unbeaten at the start of the 94 95 season? The answer is 11. Get it. Not a bad run that. Well done, Ben. 11 oh, league games. Great Spawn. First defeat being a 2 0 defeat at Manchester United in the 12th game. I've got a feeling we've either talked about that or that's been a quiz question before. Because otherwise I wouldn't have known that. There's no way I would have known that. <laughs> well, repeating your. Good. Rep- <laughs> <laughs> Who scored more league goals? Question number seven. Who scored more league goals for Newcastle United? Robert Lee or Gary Speed? Ah, it's a 50 50. I've got this wrong. We went speedy. <laughs> I went speedy. Robert Lee got 34. Gary Speed got 29. Oh, man. Obviously, Lee playing in a more successful Newcastle team than, than Speed did, though. That's yeah, just a case of. I just remember Speedy scored loads of headers. Yeah. I was, I was there. I saw Speed score lots of goals. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't old enough to watch You them. saw every, all Probably. 28 of them, did you? Probably. Already a bit of controversy. There's always controversy yeah. in the quizzes. NUFC 1980-94 has tweeted in, Alan Nielsen, date of birth 26 September 1972, place of birth Werburgh, West Germany. Surely a full point, lads. Was he playing in the... 
the fact that he knows that means he's, he's yeah. been under the Google. So <laughs> come on, come on, come back to that at the end of the show because it, because if, if as usual you win it by about thirty points, there's no point as even like going through it now. Uh, I think though, Dodsy, it's it's your bad questions. You you got to make the ruling on it. What did did you have that one in mind when you? I'm going to say I'm going to say no, but I'm going to say we'll review it at the end of the show. Oh, so, it's, a, it's a preview. It's I a can't preview. confirm it right now. Right, and then question number eight: Who scored uh, two? The only two goals in Newcastle's opening four games. Uh, they of the 1989 season: Andreas Anderson and Stefan Givarch. Oh, behave! <laughs> oh, I thought it was one player that scored. Yeah, two I thought yeah, so it was one I went for Carl Court. Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Sad. I know. Did Givosh, I didn't realise Givosh scored for you. He did score. Was it just one goal? Was it? Uh, yes, one. Yeah, one I think goal. that was the one. Wasn't Andrew Sanderson also very, very offside when he scored? Was that goal against Manu? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, we, we scored against Chelsea and Givosh scored against Liverpool. Never mind. Givosh. Stefan Givosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine. Which club has finished higher more times than the other? Another fifty-fifty. Spurs. Behave. <laughs> you go to Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the common Ridiculous. 50-50 <laughs> Obviously, Spurs. Spurs have finished higher than Newcastle 13 times to Newcastle's nine. Do you want to know why I picked this question? Why it's depressing? Every time we finished above Spurs was in the first 10 years in the Premier League. We've not finished above them since then. Um, since like 2003. It's Bar- funny, though, it? Yeah, but we've had, we've spent as much as not not these days. But we've spent more than Spurs back in the day under something. Ah, uh, maybe. But still, it's all the money. Right, I'm getting loads of abuse now. <laughs> Lord Spiceman says he thought it was one question only. I will give one point for Anderson or Givot. If you get either Anderson or Givot, sorry, Gareth. You get one <laughs> You get one point. So Anderson or Givot, that's for you, Lord well, no, Spiceman. It, well, if, if, if he wasn't the only one. To be fair, we, yeah, we, we all thought you, He's yeah. picked up, well, very sneaky from Lord Spiceman there. He's picked up on the confusion in the studio. And thought, yeah, just wanted one yeah, answer. The question was, who scored both goals? That's right. really poorly written. You right. get, you get one for either. To be fair, sorry, we did get it wrong anyway. Yeah, do me a lemon. Question number ten, lads. Uh, which player started more games than any other in the Newcastle's defence in the O one O two season? The answer is, lads. He's googled it. He's googled it. Have a look. There's a timestamp on it. What, what are you going for, Sai? Uh, Aaron Hughes. Aaron Hughes is correct. I actually, I actually um, scribbled out Dabazas and put Hughes. You actually saw the answer as well, I believe, before uh, you... Un- in, no. In so order of... Look, order looking over Dodgy's uh, shoulder there. Is, is don't have the answers on? Almost quite on. Yeah, I, d- I don't read yeah. them out. Right, go on then. We just got another one in. No, I idea. Yeah, so uh, you had 34 uh, <laughs> starts for Hughes, 33 yeah. for Dabby's ass, 31 for Andy O'Brien, 27 for Rob Elliott, Robbie Elliott, who... I didn't think it was such an integral part of that 0102 mm. season, but but he clearly was. To be fair, I'm surprised by 34 for Hughes. I've, that was my first season ticket season, and I just assumed he played like every game. <laughs> Probably like all over the pitch as well, like right mid, left yeah, mid, yeah. centre <laughs> mid, <laughs> Mickey. That's one of Mickey's. <laughs> Round two, we're going to be moving on. We will, Gareth. You're not able to give us a a score now, are you? So Gareth's going to work. Sorry? I can do the studios. All oh, right, so how are Ben and si- or Ben Mike? Yeah, God's si- going to work into the night. He'll be back <laughs> with us. That's <laughs> taken easy. Go on, then. Like, we're marking ourselves. <laughs> we're on two and a half. Uh, so, yeah, we've got um, Ben Mike with two and a half. Two and a half. Ben Sai with three and a half. Wow. Get in! It's all those 50 50s we've been getting around, Doggy. You've crucified with. It's the usual, uh, the usual low score so far. We will give the, quest- the scores for round one before we give the answers for round two. 
Uh, Pete and Gareth are going to work on it now as well. Right, right, let's crack on. Let's, let's crack, crack on because we're, we're 25 minutes in and we've got three rounds to go. <laughs> but, but round two is blockbusters. Newcastle <laughs> oh. <the> United blockbusters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Screw blockbusters. Have I got a theme music now? No, no. Which J was Newcastle's top league scorer in the 97-98 season? And I'll stress that it's fi- like it, when it, when it's the the letter, it's the first name. So, so, it's, so t- the f- his first name started with J. In what season? 1997-1998, which J was Newcastle United's top league goal scorer, and that's the, the J is his first name, and it's every round it's the first I name. I remember this from a Premier League sticker album. That, that uh, It was a very, very low number of goals. It was a very low number of goals, yeah. <laughs> number 12, which P knocked Newcastle United out of the Cup Winners' Cup? Which P knocked Newcastle United out of the Cup Winners' Cup? I'm after the team name. Team name, not player, team name. Number 12, which P knocked Newcastle United out of the 1998-99 Cup Winners' Cup? Name the team. Name the team. Question 13, which J picked up 12 yellow cards for Newcastle United in the 12-13 season? 13, which J picked up 12 yellow cards for Newcastle United in the 12-13 season? Is this first name? First name always, always first name. (laughs) Same every time. (laughs) (laughs) Really? <laughs> 12, 13, Jay. Very much so. Question number 14. Which C was Newcastle United's joint high Premier League goal scorer for the season 2000-2001? Which C was Newcastle United's joint high Premier League goal scorer in the 2000-2001 season? Can you repeat 13, please? 13 was which J picked up 12 yellow cards for United in the 12-13 season? Question number 15. Which C, who played in central midfield for the Magpies, is the smallest player to have ever started a Premier League game for Newcastle? Which C, who played in central midfield for the Magpies, is the smallest ever Newcastle player in the Premier League? This, the, the letter's always the first name, yeah? Always the first name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is that the same? The one? first name! Kak Kolbach. None of that, Si. He's class, he should play in Fringham's. <laughs> Smallest ever player. Yeah. Midfielder. Midfielder. I'm just going to tweet these questions. Richie Smith, who asked us to do this, has yet to submit any answers, so cheers, Richie. <laughs> Not bitter, does Not bitter. Okay, moving on. Question number 16. Which S is third in the all-time appearance list for Newcastle United in the Premier League? Which S is the third is third in the all-time appearance list for Newcastle in the Premier League? <laughs> the lads are furiously working away on these scores. Cheers, lads! Imagine what would have done without you. Which S? Sorry. Which S is third in the all-time list of appearances for Newcastle in the Premier League? Number seventeen. Which B did Glen Rhodes Newcastle relegate in the penultimate game of the 2005-06 season? That's 17. Which B did Glen Rhodes NUFC relegate in the penultimate game of the 05-06 season? And obviously, obviously, again, this is a team. Is, is that the first name or <laughs> number 18? Which M were the opposition opposition at St James's Park when it witnessed its highest ever Premier League crowd? Which M were the opposition at St James's? when it witnessed its highest ever Premier League crowd. Again, a team. 
Question number 19. Which S was the club Shea Given made his Premier League debut for Newcastle against? That's question number 19. Which S was the club Shea Given made his Premier League debut for Newcastle against? Question number 20. Which S were the opposition in the only game NUFC scored four goals against in the 2012-13 season? That's question number 20. Which S were the opposition uh, who Newcastle were the only opposition, sorry, that Newcastle scored four goals against in the 2012-13 season? That's a team. S. S. <laughs> so. Earth. <laughs> Can we have uh, number 15 again, please? Yes, number 15. Sorry, one second, please. Smallest player. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which C? C. Just in centre mid. In centre mid. Did we get a tweet in there? We did. Uh, How many people are kicking off with your questions? Not many. <laughs> so Lord Spiceman's quick off the mark. He's got his in if you get the rest of them in now. I don't know if the lads are any closer to getting us there. Yeah, we've finished round one. You've done round one perfect. So uh, if, if one of you, if when you've got done that, lads, if you want to speak to the just talk through the microphone to tell the listeners who's who's where. We're going to be about around behind. Yeah, yeah, it'll be around behind every time. Every time. Every time. Same every time. A uh, few office quotes getting put in here tonight, if anyone's noted that. <laughs> uh, yep, Josh McLoons have come in. Cheers, Josh. Let's have a look. Josh, you are doing very well. Very well. I think you got one wrong. No, two wrong. Dogger, what was uh, question 13? Question 13 was which J... You've, you've asked me to repeat this all before. <laughs> you have. Uh, which, which, which J picked up 12 yellow cards for Newcastle in the 12-13 season? <laughs> James Milner, no. <laughs> right, they are absolutely flying in. John Henderson, Stuart Fraser, Spiceman, Josh McLoon. Uh, cheers, lads. Uh, Graham Milton, NUFC 1980 There's a few more to come. But lads, Pete, can you read out to the listeners, please, uh, the league table as it stood at, round, at the end of round one? Yeah, that'll be if fine. If you just move a bit closer to the microphone, okay. mate. Hi, how's that? Is that okay? That's much better. Okay. Hello, Pete. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, nice to see you. Okay, so we don't have your full Twitter handles here, but Gareth's in charge of that. So C- got... Can you go in reverse order, please? Yeah, in re- oh, right, okay. Yeah, we've got Graham with uh, one point and a half. That's Graham Milton, that's GD Milton 9. Excellent. Then we've got um, Stuart with three and a half, and he's tied with Lord at three and a half. Lord, Lord Spiceman. Lord Spiceman, thank you. And that's Stuart Fraser. Then we're up to uh, Kev, who's on four points. Kev. He's new. He's new, Greg. Welcome, Kev. Welcome, Kev. We've got John, then. Kev is venison underscore Barry. Okay, yeah, we've got John, then, on four and a half. John Henderson. Yeah. At the base of 76. And then, in second place, Josh with six and a half. And with no surprise, it's NUFC oh at the front God. of the pack. But oh. he's up, but so that's Josh McLoon. Uh, affectionately known as Paul. Paul. What about Christopher Wood? Chris was on five. Chris so, was on five. Chris, I'm sorry. And then, yeah, NUFC is only one point ahead with 7.5. So it's Someone still... please stop NUFC 1980-94. May as well stop that, doing was it. That, was that from round one? That was round yeah, one. Yeah, sorry. So they're absolutely smashing us again already. Like. Yeah, that's the, the TF pod lads are an embarrassment. No surprise there. Even with help. <laughs> Even with them pairing well, up. Yeah. I wouldn't call you watch his number 11 I, I, don't, I don't think I, I reckon, we, we've certainly got one right in the next 
Which is a decent round for us. Let's yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Has round two finished, by the way? So round, round two is finished. You can okay. start compiling the scores, lads. What was question 12 again, Tyler? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, it's 13 we're no, asking. No, 12. You can't Rich, possibly still Rich be asking. Rich P knocked Newcastle out of the Cup Winners' Cup in 98-99. Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's a C. <laughs> yeah, that's Christ. <laughs> Okay, lads, here we go. Quest, here are the answers to round two. Question 11. Which J was Nikasi United's top league scorer in 97-98? John Barnes. Yes. John Barnes. Well done, lads. How many did you get, lads? Seven. Seven. Was it seven? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Seven or eight. Gra- Graham Milton reckons he's got two points, lads. <laughs> you got one and seven in round one. We'll give them it. If you just update Graham, we'll trust him. Just update Graham's for round one to, 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 to two points. So John Barnes with seven goals, and he got no league goals past February. Depressing. Did you just get Barnes? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I got Barnes, yeah. Pete, have you got our scores somewhere? Yeah, I, I, I can do this as we go, don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Which P knocked Newcastle out of the Cup Winners' Cup in the 98-99 season? Partizan Belgrade. Oh, you're kidding us. What did he go for? What did he go for, lads? <sighs> he put, put Pan of the Night guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just put a name. I just put a P that I knew in, in European football. I should have trusted me, Gert. Because I'm... Trust you rather than me. Partners and Balgrave will beat them 2-1 at St James's, but one out on away goals, 1-0 at their place. One of Rutherford's first games. Nightmare. 13. I'll say it again. Hoying points away. <laughs> Partners and Part Balgrave at home was my first Newcastle game. Was ever. it? Was that <laughs> game ever? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was alright. Do you wish that had never happened? So <laughs> 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 I have written that down. Uh, okay, question number 13. Which Jay picked up 12 yellow cards in the 12-13 season? Anyone get this? Chose Enrique. Enrique. James Perch. Enrique, Perch, Le- Enrique oh. left Newcastle in uh, summer 2011. <laughs> could, could have still come back and got 12 years. <laughs> didn't, didn't play enough games for Liverpool, mate. <laughs> and I've just dropped all the questions. <laughs> right, so J- James Perch was the answer to that. Uh, wi- 14. Number 14, which C was Newcastle's... Cheers, Mike. Which C was Newcastle's joint highest score in the Premier League 2000-2001? Bellamy. Which C? Craig Bellamy. Oh yeah, good. No, wrong, <laughs> wrong, but yeah. Sai. Carl Court. A TF Weekly Pod legend, Carl Court. And Lord Spiceman uh, recognised that fact. That year's Lord Spiceman. <laughs> um, okay, that was Carl Court number fifteen, which C uh, played in Sunderland Field, Newcastle, and is the club's smallest player to start a Premier League game. The answer is Clarence Acuna. Clarence Acuna. Well done, lads. Well done, Sai. Brown Sakunia. I think most people got that. Did most people? Uh, did most people get that, lads? I think. I think he's. We're I think he's been a quiz question we're, we're before. We're behind, remember? No, no, you're not. You're, mar- you're marking this round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're still around behind. <laughs> which S number sixteen? Which S is the third highest appearance maker for Newcastle in the Premier League? War Seamus. Shea given is wrong. Yeah, I also went for Shea. Is it Chola then? It's Chola Ramiobi. Oh, man. 294 Premier League appearances for Newcastle oh. over a 14 year so period. What Shea? Is Shea number one then? Number one. Shea Given is one with oh. like 360 and Shearer second with three. Oh, was it in Premier League, was it? Yeah, Premier oh, League. Oh, right. League. I thought it was all, to all time, so I was thinking it would be that like Kelly or whatever his name was and Given's like third on that list or something. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Gary Kelly, the only one. <laughs> So yeah, Shola, I, I can't believe 294 Premier League appearances. I didn't no. want to believe that he was in any kind of top three. 
Think of the great players of the Premier League and they made a fraction, a fraction of those appearances. But how many of those games was he a hot prospect? <laughs> <laughs> many of them. Number 17, which B did Glenn Rhodes Newcastle relegate in the penultimate game of the 05-06 season? Birmingham. Birmingham's correct. Steve Bruce's Birmingham, no less. Did you get Birmingham yet? Yeah. Did you get a tie? That one for Bolton. Bolton. Oh, Bolton, Bolton were around. Flying. 14-15, season 13-14. That'll have been, Fat Sam will have been uh, flying. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about that season is Newcastle's last seven games won six of them and drew that one with Birmingham. What, what a run. Seven. No wonder we got the job. Get, get Glenn back, aye. <laughs> Number 18, which M with a, a opposition when St. James has witnessed its highest ever Premier League crowd, Man City. You take it on for Man United. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like 50-50. 50-50, man. <laughs> it was Man City, uh, 52,389, the highest crowd ever to see Premier League football at St. James's. Number 19, which S, them in the which S was the club Shea Given made his Premier League debut for Newcastle against? Went Sheffield. Is correct. Wow. Spawn. Already referenced uh, when I talked about Tino Esprit, I already referenced the game, so if you were listening carefully. And I've just realised I forgot to tweet the last few questions, so I'm going to do that now. I'm sure Peter will have. Well, considering you're going for the answers now, it's probably. Well, it was more for Richie Smith, question. who was supposed to be playing by train, but, you know. Playing by train. Playing by train. Yeah. <laughs> so, lads, that was. Uh, no, we've still got one question. Oh, sorry. Question 20. Question 20. Who was the only team Newcastle scored four goals against in this? Stoke. Is incorrect. The answer was Southampton. Oh, that was my other uh, guess. I was it not the 4 1? Oh, I don't know. Beat Stoke 5 1. Oh, was it? Four, Boxing Day. Four goals was Southampton 4 2. Nightmare. I did say that was Cissé my guess. scored an, a, a, a much. Like ignored screamer, like no one ever talks about this goal. It's uh, unbelievable. Keep, keeper goal. had a stinker. It went right in the middle and just went over the keeper. It was like a forty-yard volley. It was. It was stupid. No he should never be shooting here. That's the thing about CC. <laughs> he, he, he used to do good things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that round there, me and Ben have just talked about. We got four, and we're, we're disappointed with four. Christopher Wood reckons he's on six. <laughs> but uh, from the from round one, so if you update him. We'll take your list. You'll take your word, lads. We'll there are Liverpool tickets at stake here. Yeah, we'll double check everything. Then again, the way things are at the moment, most people are probably trying to come last to avoid having to go to this match. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to crack on to, with round three. Have you have you done these yet? We've, we've done it for the. All oh, right. So how the lads in the, how the lads in studio lads doing? Okay, so sided well there, and he got three points. But Ben, well, um, well, well three yeah, points. Three points is good. And, and Newcastle would kill for three points. You know what? Oh, <laughs> you know we do a podcast every week on football. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of expected. We know a little bit about it. Okay, well, either way, I can't remember the last ninety-four, ninety-five <laughs> special we did. Like, <laughs> well, either way, it's tied at the moment with both teams having six and a half points, and uh, we're just catching up with all the listeners' scores, and everything will be double-checked. So, don't yeah. Worry. So we'll go through the answers and scores for round two after we've read the questions out for round three, which I'm so going what, to do oh, now. Am I, oh, am I level now with Ben and Mike? Yes, you are, yes. This is where Mike's expect, expected to excel, and this is where hopefully NUFC 1984, 19, 19, I keep saying 84, 1980 to 94. Just, just call him Paul. Nothing, call him I've Paul. got nothing against you, Paul. I, I like you a lot because you do the quizzes and you seem like a good lad, but I'm just sick of you winning. <laughs> um... But it's not personal. Not personal. <laughs> not bitter. <laughs> this is this is questions on the Premier League. So, without further ado, question twenty-one: Which club had the lowest average league attendance in the two thousand eleven-twelve season? Which club had the lowest average league attendance in the two thousand and eleven-twelve season? 
for the Newcastle fans out there listening if you just think about who we played that season we're finished I'm just being costed sorry did Chris say he had five or six let me just check Chris reckons he has six cheers Chris uh, here we go so I'm just going to tweet that did you say question. S this no longer blockbusters mate oh sorry 11-12 <laughs> season right? yeah 11-12 season it's taking me ages to think of the Blockbusters theme tune yeah. Right, well we've done Blockbusters, so <laughs> moving on <laughs> Question 22 Name the only Premier League club to concede 100 goals in a league season oh. Name the only Premier League club to concede 100 goals in a league season Question 23 Alan Shearer is top of the all-time list for most Premier League hat-tricks Who is second? Alan Shearer is top of the all-time Premier League hat-trick scored. It's 11 hat-tricks Shearer scored in the Premier League. Who is second on that list? Are you ready, lads? Can I crack on? 24. There are currently two football league teams with an X in their name. Who are they? There are cur- <laughs> The Premier League round. There are currently two football <laughs> league teams with an X in their name. Who are they? 25. Which English league teams? Oh, I'll say, which Premier League team's name starts with five consonants? Which English Premier League team's name starts with five consonants? Everyone's scratching their heads here, but if you just go through the teams in your head, you'll get it. Question twenty-six: Who is the only player who's played in the Premier League to have scored a Champions League final, a Europa League final, or UEFA Cup? Uh, an FA Cup final and a League Cup final who was the only Premier League player to have scored in a Champions League final UEFA Cup final FA Cup final and League Cup final he's won a few medals this one again can you read it is it easy if you read it yeah go number 27 Les Ferdinand and Teddy Sheringham are two of the three players to score hat-tricks for three different Premier League clubs name the third so name the third player out of the three, Les Ferdinand and Terry, Teddy Sheringham, the other two, who have scored Premier League hat-tricks for three um, different clubs. Is, uh, 28. Again, Premier League. <laughs> of all the teams in the Football League, which has the shortest name? Who has the shortest club name in the Football League? Question 29. Which current Premier League manager was the world's first £2 million player? That's question 29. Which current Premier League manager was was the world's first £2 million player? And finally, question 30 in this round. Name the first club to have been relegated from the Premier League twice. It's question 30. Name the first club to have been relegated from the Premier League twice. Would you like anyone's repeated lads? Cool. Pretty quick fire that, wasn't it? It was. We are running out of time. What was there, 24? 24, there are currently two football league teams with an X in their name. Name them. All right, okay. X. So we'll, in a second, we're going to grab the scores for round two. So if you start tweeting those in, that would be great. Uh, the round three answers. Ready, lads? Can you, are, you, are you able to give us the scores? Not quite yet. Give us another 30 seconds. Give you another 30 seconds. What was 25? 
The reason it's oh, taking so long is that we have to check everyone's individual posts against all the answers one by one. So sorry it's taken a while. Lads, NUFC 1980-94 has lost Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> so can't hear the questions. Everyone's got a chance. Everyone's got a chance. I've just had to break the news that we are uh, tweeting them as well. So we'll give him a bit longer. <laughs> which which you won't get on uh, Twitter. Here we go. Two teams with an X in there. Yes, two teams with an X. Got one. I've got one. Yeah, we have a point for one. You have a point for one. <laughs> Lads, are you ready? Almost. Almost ready. Hold on. To give you the scores as they are live for, for round two. There are uh, coming in. They're coming in now. The round three scores. Keep them coming, lads. Okay, you ready? Ready to go on, Pete. Give the listeners okay, what they want. About that. Okay, so in reverse order, we have. Is this round two? This is yeah. This is in total. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want just the total, total. so far? Well, can, can you give both or not? We can give both. Yeah, yeah. you want to give them that score for that round. Okay, so uh, in round two, uh, John scored three points, putting him on 7.5. I apologise, he won't be in running John, order. John Henderson, DeBaser. Thank you. After DeBaser, 76. Stuart scored two, putting, giving two him 5.5 so far. Chris scored uh, four. Um, putting, I've got him on nine at the moment, but we're just double-checking it might be ten. We're going to double-check that in the next round. Whoa. But assuming he's right. He got nine? No, he no, got four. He got oh, four. right. Right. Giving him a total of nine. But if he's right, and there, well, yeah. we missed one, he'll have a total of ten. Uh, Graham scored four, and so he's on six. Uh, Kev got five, so he's on nine. Uh, Lord also got five, Lord. so he's... <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Lord Spiceman. Lord Spiceman. <laughs> I've, I've just got Lord written down. Is that that, uh, yeah. that New Zealand uh, pop sensation, Lord, <laughs> playing along? <laughs> she loves it. Nice to have you on the show. Um, yeah, so he scored five, so he's on eight and a half. Uh, we've then got Josh, who scored seven, did really well, puts him on 13 and a half. But uh, NUFC scored eight. Wow. Putting him on 15 and a half points. He's, he's running away with this. Are you surprised? Uh, not really, no. Right. So we're just double checking. Right, great. So, uh, oh, Chris, we've just had news in. You did indeed have Well six, done, Chris. Six, Chris, six, Chris you, was. you are on 10. Still waiting on a few answers, aren't we? There, I think we've got five or six of them, but we need a, we need a couple more for for round three. Has, has Paul lost his Wi-Fi connection, so he can't hear the show, or he can't work out the answers <laughs> using the internet? <laughs> Which one is it, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Lord Spiceman likes the Lord title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Right, one second, Kev. Uh, at Venice and Barry, if you just have a look, I've tweeted the answers. Uh, sorry, I've tweeted the questions for the last round, so if you missed them, you can still get them in. NUFC, can't see all of the questions at the bottom. Uh, let's have a quick look. Um, right, NUFC, I'm just going to tweet the the answer to the question again. www.twitter.com by <laughs> Alex Hurst. Yeah. Can't see that at the bottom. Just a sec. Live radio. <laughs> if you could see all of the looks on their faces oh. as, as they concentrate and take it seriously. Yeah, well, we do. Right, the answers for round three for the Premier League slash Football League round. Yeah. Question 21. Which club are the lowest average attendance of the season in 2011? Mike and Ben? Wigan? Is incorrect. Oh. Si? Just tell us. Blackpool? 
Blackpool is incorrect. Uh, Blackpool went in that season. The answer is Queen's Park Rangers with 17,295. Wigan was second bottom with 18,635. And Swansea, third bottom, 19,946, which is a bit rubbish, really, because they were well under capacity there. Rugby was probably on. <laughs> Rugby was probably on, yeah. Um, right, uh, question 22. Name the only club that score conceded 100 goals in the Premier League season. This one's fairly obvious. I don't want to patronise anyone, but lads. Dolby. Is incorrect. Uh, Sorry. I just put the mark. Well, it's obviously from the first Premier League season when there was 22 teams, so there's more games uh, to play, uh, and it is Swindon Town. Who took some hammerings, including 7-1 against Newcastle. Who? And UFC Gallagher, who, again, must be reading it off Twitter. Um, it's got QPR right. Just a second, I'm going to get back to him. Just going to let him know. Obviously, don't understand the format. we just got one more round. One more round after this. Before the, the TF quiz winner is crowned, and you've seen it. No. We've got 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, 23, Alan, I'm going to fly through these. 23, Alan Shearer is top of the all time list of Premier League Hatricks. Who was second, lads? Rude. Van Nistelrooy is wrong. Cole? Is wrong. Robbie Fowler with nine. Robbie. Wow. Incredible. There are two <laughs> current football league Incredible. teams with an X in their name. Name them Exeter and Oxford. <laughs> two different ones to what you've got. <laughs> so there's obviously more than two. You should have seen the look on yeah. his face. There's three that. teams. I didn't. I must have missed them. Crew uh, Alexandra with the third. So if you got what? If you got two of those three, you got points. <laughs> <laughs> if you got two of those three. Oh, you got a point. Exeter and Oxford. I've definitely got. Yeah. Are they yeah. both in the football league? I wasn't yeah, sure. They wasn't are. Yeah. 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 Just uh, Christopher Wood couldn't remember when it lads. He couldn't remember the. Um, what do you call it? Stuart Fraser tweeted it. Really <laughs> He's just quoted, I don't want to patronise, but the answer, <laughs> the answer is obviously Swindon. It is a bit patronising. <laughs> what I said, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's Swindon lot. Yes, Swindon lot. Swindon uh, Which England League, Premier League team's name starts with five consonants, lads? Palace. Crystal Palace is the correct yeah. answer. Hey. Crystal Palace is right. Oh, you just didn't get that? Oh, well, lads. We were thinking it was a football league one again. I looked right at the through. questions and it said, uh, which league ground... Uh, which league team? Too many strong words, Mike. Who's the player who scored in all them finals? <laughs> Drogba. Drogba's incorrect. Sheringham? Incorrect. Steven Gerrard. Steven uh, Gerrard. Pete didn't get a right, in. listeners. <laughs> no. uh, Les Ferdinand, Teddy Sheringham scored two scores hat-tricks for three Premier League clubs. Name the other player who did the same. Defoe? Jermaine. McEwen. Correct. Incorrect. McEwen. Incorrect. Oh yeah, Mickey was not a bad show actually. Kevin Campbell. Shut oh, up. Campbell. For who? Campbell. For Arsenal, Arsenal For- Forest, and Everton. Wow. Forest as well. Wow. Kevin Campbell. If anyone got that, that's fair. So play. it wasn't Defoe. No, it wasn't Defoe. No, it's Kevin Campbell. Well, he might have scored three. Um, no, in your bloody answers. Um, Someone get on Google. Of all the teams in the football league, which has the shortest name? QPR. Yeah, we QPR. Nah. <laughs> nice try. Hull City. Nah. Stokes. Bory. Oh, I was thinking four letters. Bury Town? It's not. Bury Town isn't. It's just Bury. It's just. Don't do that. Which current Premier League player was the manager? Was the first two million pound player? Coleman. Incorrect. Sorry. Oh, see, I'd written down two million pound. Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes is the Premier League's first two million pound player. Fair place, bro. And finally, for this round, we're going to have to crack on here. Name the club to have been relegated from the Premier League twice, the first club. Marrams. Incorrect, but close. Norwich. It is Crystal Palace. Or was oh. Crystal Palace. 
How is Crystal Palace close to Magnums? Because the Magnums were the second. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We got the one. You got one right. So you, you, got, got, you got one right in the round I did yeah. specifically for Mike. What did I get? Oh, it's pretty quick. I got two. Get in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that puts Sai back in front with eight and a half to uh, Ben and Mike. There were some absolutely shocking questions there, though. Yeah. Here we go. Blame right, the question. <laughs> so, like you did any Pratt, it's almost like. So, what? The questions are the questions. Yes. Dogger, I was fully prepared for a Premier League round. <laughs> 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 no, no. Something completely different. The amount of times you've gone about Andy Bishop as well, how did you not get Barry? Oh, I should have done, I should have yeah. done. Andy Bishop, Andy Bishop, Andy Bishop, Andy Bishop, Andy Bishop. <laughs> Again, so that's very niche putter. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners yeah. don't know there, what that yeah, is. Yeah, I think there's only three or four of us in that. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> the, now <laughs> they're all just picturing you sat niche. in the pub saying, Andy Bishop, Andy Bishop, Andy Bishop. <laughs> Without further ado, while the lads crack on and, and calculate the totals for, for round three. We'll have uh, them by the end of round four. We'll have them round by the end of round four. Here is round four, which is general. Imagine if we actually did have some ado to deal with. like A couple of things have no, come no. in. Uh, oh. Yep, yeah, NUFC's back. Welcome. Um, <laughs> oh Kev, Kev's also got his back in. So here we go. It's the general knowledge round for Newcastle United records and facts. I thought it was uh, going to be like a science round or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, just general knowledge on specific Newcastle. Yeah, <laughs> this this I can guarantee this will include a question. Nothing to do with Newcastle United. <laughs> here goes question thirty-one. Newcastle United have finished in the bottom half of the Premier League once whilst achieving a positive goal goal difference. Name that season. That was 31. Newcastle United have finished in the bottom half of the Premier League once whilst achieving a positive goal difference. Name that season. Only <laughs> one down. Just, listen, I'm just looking at Ben, just shaking his head, waving his hand, saying, Mike, hoi any season down. Please listen to our podcast every week. Be my guest. Question 32. Name the season in which Steve Harper made the most Premier League starts in his career. Name the season in which Steve Harper made the most Premier League starts in his career. Okay, question 33. Since 1992, name the Newcastle manager with the best win percentage uh, for their spell in charge as Newcastle manager. And I'll just say it now, um, this is not including... Uh, this is sorry. This is only for full-time managers who managed full seasons. Okay, this is only managers who managed full seasons. Next one. So what was the question? Since 1992, name the Newcastle manager with the, we- the best win percentage uh, as their spell and charge as Newcastle manager. Thirty-four. Uh, can you just let John know that we haven't had his answers for the last round? Just John. Oh, sorry, we have. We have. We have. I thought we had. Sorry. Uh, Question number 34. How many goals did Newcastle concede in their six-game run up to the 99 FA Cup final? How many goals did Newcastle concede in their six-game run to the 99 FA, FA Cup final? Hang on. I'll just read it. Which one? Oh, okay. Question 35. Name the calendar month which represents uh, Newcastle United's record in the last three seasons. 1-1. One, one. Drawn one, lost ten, four five against twenty nine. That is a calendar month which represents the Cassie United record for the last three seasons. Basically, when you have an absolute yes, show. yes. 
There's there's a few contenders, really. There are a few (laughs) contenders. This is bad, though. 36. Newcastle lost just one of their last seven Premier League games in the 99-2000 season. Hang on. (laughs) What? I'm going to crack on, but I might have this season wrong. Say that again. Oh, God, what a surprise. Question 36. Question 36. Newcastle lost just one of their last seven Premier League games in the 99-2000 season. Name the team who inflicted that defeat, but just from memory, because I remember that season, I don't know if that's correct. Yes. No, uh, is it, it might be two. I've got to find, it takes two seconds to find out here. Uh, one second. This is top quality. Uh, radio live just, broadcasting. Just, just just while Alex um, does that, we, we've totted up the scores for um, round three. Just in the top uh, three we, players. Yeah, I was going to say we don't we don't have enough time to do all of them, but thank you for playing. We've got so far. Um, I'm just finding out who's third. Uh, third, we have Chris with 14 points. Second is NUFC wow. with oh 17.5, and Josh has had an absolutely storming third round, getting seven questions right. Putting him in at twenty and a half points, so this is all to play for now. Could be. Considering two lads in the studio got one point for that <laughs> round, <laughs> it's, it's not like you're doing. You oh wait, yeah. So well, well done, and that the the tickets of doom to watch Liverpool beat Newcastle could be going your way. Yay! Uh, let's have a look. Tickets of doom. <laughs> right, I've got the fixes up for this. Let's have a look. I'm not going to look. No, it was it was the. The two, the ninety nine two thousand season. Uh, that is two minutes. The whole world will not get back, Dogger. United lost just one of the last seven Premier League games in the ninety nine two two thousand season. Name the two team who inflicted the defeat. If the question's wrong, like everyone, obviously it'll it'll even out because I'm trying to think of that, and I think it's the I think it's the ninety eight ninety nine season. Anyway, um, question thirty seven: Who scored more Premier League hat-tricks than Newcastle? Uh, um, since August 2010 Leon Best Jorginho Wijnaldum Demabar Kevin Nolan which out of the la- that lot uh, scored more Premier, more Premier League hat-tricks for Newcastle Demabar uh, Kevin Nolan Jorginho Wijnaldum or Leon Best <laughs> Liam Leon Best 38 NUFC have conceded more Premier League goals at which Premier League ground Old Trafford or Anfield there's a 50-50 for your lads Wherever conceded more Premier League goals Old Trafford or Anfield Question 39. Two players came from the bench 11 times uh, in the Premier League on in the 14-15 season for Newcastle. Who were they? The two players who made 11 appearances from the bench in the Premier League in the 14-15 season. Question. So, two players came from the bench 11 times last season. Who were they? Question 40. The last question of the quiz. Newcastle have had five Spanish players playing for them in the Premier League era. Ayose Perez and Jose Enrique were two of them. Name two of the other three for a point. So that was question 40, the last one, the last question. Five Spanish players have played for Newcastle in the Premier League. Ayose Perez and Jose Enrique are two of them. Name two of the other three. Just while the guys are mulling that over again, we do apologise. <laughs> we did this pretty quick, but Josh, you didn't get seven. You did get six, though, so you're still in front, but only by two points. So get get your answers into that round, Lance. Do you need anything back? Do you need anything from that? The, the last one, three of the five. What is it? Three of the five Spaniards to play for Newcastle in the Premier League. That weren't present. Enrique. Spaniards. 
Get them in as quickly as possible so we can get this done before the end of the show. I'm just going to tweet the remaining questions now. What was 36? Uh, just have a look for you. 36. United just lost one of the last seven Premier League games oh, of the yeah, season, 99-2000. Which... Let's have a quick look. I'm just going to try and tweet these ones now. Right, I'm going to race through the answers to this quest uh, to these questions uh, before we finish the show. We might run over a little bit. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure the, the show afterwards doesn't mind. Uh, right, one second while I sort my paperwork out. As you think, I tried to make this quiz a bit easier. Have I failed? Yes. Sorry. Probably not. Well, actually, yeah, I was going to say we've got much better scores than we normally do, but um, I would say it's difficult with two, isn't it? (laughs) Conflicting opinions, too many, too many. (laughs) You've got too many options for your answers. That's definitely it. I I I, I always thought that the two was kind of cheating. Really, can I? Another niche option. Here's this one. How many people do we have to get to get a a point for the last one? Uh, Half each. There's three answers. Yeah, you get two of the three to get a full oh, point. Oh, right, so if you get one, you get half a point. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, you don't get an extra point for Can't getting the third. I've already got one. You're, th- you're thinking one. of the bottom, ta- bottom of the table clash, aren't you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the half point will you matter. one point ahead of us at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do me a lemon. Right, we'll crack on. Uh, lads, if you can get the answers as quick as you can. Okay. Um, we are. NUFC are finishing the bottom are. half. Uh, which season was it? It was with a positive goal difference. It was 99-2000. Despite 5-0 defeats against Arsenal, 4-1 against Coventry and 5-1 defeat to Man United, we achieved a plus-9 goal difference, 8-0 win v Chef Weird, uh, 5-0 oh, yeah. win against Southampton, 3-0 against Man United, scored 4 against Smash Arsenal. Name the season for 32, which Steve Hopper made the most Premier League appearances of his career, 2007-8, and that's when Marlon Harewood crashed into Shea Given. Since 92, which NUFC manager had the best win percentage who would manage for a full season? Chris Hooten. With 59.38%. Keegan's first spell was 54.98. Bolly Robson, 46.66. Ruder and... S- Ruder? Ruder and Sonus <laughs> weren't, weren't far behind on 44, but they both had, like, cup runs and stuff. They were both terrible. Uh, 34. How many goals did Newcastle concede in the run? Uh, the six-game run to the 99 FA Cup final. The answer was two. Beat Palace uh, 2-1. That was one of them. Beat Bradford 3-0. Blackburn 0-0. 1-0 in the uh, return leg. The other goal conceded was the 4-1 quarter-final win against Everton. Beat Spurs 2-0 in the semi. Question 35. This calendar month represents her Newcastle in the last three seasons. Won one, drawn one, lost ten. Did you get it, lads? Yeah, they've got it. You got Feb. it. Feb? Oh, February. It's April. Oh, I thought you had April. In oh, April. January. In that run, we beat Fulham 1 0 with the last minute winner in April 2013. Then we drew 1-1 with West Brom two games later. Since then, we've lost all eight in the month <laughs> of April. So, you got any holiday plans? April. <laughs> Question number 36. Uh, United just lost. Well, I think this is right. United lost just one of the last seven Premier League games in the 1999-2000 season. Name the team who inflicted the defeat. Liverpool. Liverpool's correct. Yay! Uh, well played. Mike Malone got a hat trick. Three 0 This uh, this, extra, so this half close. point that you're snaking this is so for close. that last question is going to be key. Who scored more Premier League hat tricks out of the list given? It was Denver Bar with two against Blackburn and Stoke. All the rest had one. Did you get Denver Bar? 
Yeah. Two players came from the bench 11 times last season. They were lads. Oh, no, I've missed that question. 38. Something. Yeah, but Sorry. It's NUFC have conceded more Premier League goals at which ground? Old Trafford or Anfield? We Anfield. Anfield is correct. Get it. Oh, this is it's getting oh, tight yeah. here. This this is is so just so you know, we've conceded 52 at Anfield to 45 at Old Trafford. We've actually kept four clean sheets 96, 97, 98, 99, 03, 04, and 12, 13 to just the one at Anfield, which was our inaugural game there in the uh, 93, 94 season. We won. As if it's come down to 50 50. If I may, boys. Level at the moment? I was going to say this yeah, is absolutely been. tied at the moment in the studio. Two so questions again. These last two questions will matter. Okay, so question number thirty-nine. Two players. Oh, hang on, hang on. Well, I'll stop here. There's two answers for both. So, do we get half? Do we get half points for? Yeah, for yeah, one. Okay. You do. Two players came from the bench eleven times last season. Who were they? I've gone Cisse and Dummett. Cisse and Dummett. You went Jonas and Overton. Cisse gets a half. Yes, it's get it. Happy Cisse and Ayose Perez. Oh, oh Perez. Oh, here we go. Really off the bench. Off the bench. Question <laughs> number forty in the last one of the quiz. Five Spanish players have, re- have played for Newcastle United in the Premier League. Ayose, Perez and Jose Enrique are two of them. Name the other two. Albert Luque. Albert Luque is one. So that's half a point. Half yeah. a point. I've, I've, oh, I've got to Marcelino. And we said Marcelino. Marcelino is another. So full points on this side. Uh, he shouldn't get his pretty half. The other one. Who was the other one? Anyone guess? Um, terrible, terrible player. Striker from Deportivo. As if we didn't know what lesson Oh, we're Cisco, going. Cisco. Cisco, yeah. Oh. Can I get... Yeah, but he didn't, so... <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, a, it's, right. a, it's a draw. So, can you guys talk about Newcastle for just one second? Yeah, the lads are nearly... I'll tell you what, considering how badly we've done, we've got four of the last five questions there, Doggett, yeah. to get back in the so uh, game. Right into the season, isn't it? I'll so take the, that. The TF Weekly Pod lads Stayed up, we stayed up. Yeah, the TF Weekly Pod lads have drawn this one. Um... But yeah, that was really enjoyable. Thanks to everyone who took part. Well, really, we're furiously working away here to get you the scores, uh, to get everyone's scores. Thanks very much to everyone who took part. We'll try and do these as much as we can. Um, we're waiting on scores from anyone. Is that you? Me, it was. Did we finish on 11 and a half? Yeah. Hello. I, th- I, think, I think they've won, but let me double check that. We've got to get the listeners in as well. Who's won? I think they've won they, you, mean, you mean they've won the pod? Uh, they haven't won the overall thing. No, we've won the overall thing as well. So we have two <laughs> tickets. <laughs> two tickets courtesy of Phoenix Taxis of Northumberland, who are sponsors of the show, uh, to give away to Newcastle Liverpool on the sixth of December. So the lads are just working out now. So thanks to everyone who plays. Like we, we, we like doing these quizzes. Every time we've done them, we'll get more and more people taking part, and we we'll really appreciate it. Um, this will be podcasted if you want to listen back through. There's some quality, <coughs> quality listening in there somewhere. And obviously Dodsey's uh, commentary will be available also. <laughs> so, thanks very much once There'll again. There'll also be a, a tr- TF Weekly Pod quiz book <laughs> on <laughs> Christmas, time for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have thought of that, shouldn't we? Yeah, for next year, maybe. You with want a quiz lot of <laughs> with the wrong question. <laughs> We confirm that question 39 is half a point for one round. Yes. Yeah, so John, half. So thanks very much to everyone who listens. Thanks to everybody who listens to the podcast. It's a frantic end of the show, considering we usually just sort of lumber into the end. So we've still got two minutes to go. Can I do me notices, please? Go on, No interruption. Thanks to everyone who listened. We've got a special podcast next week with uh, Taylor and Bestie about their new film, Looking for Number 5. Michael Martin's going to be joining us for that. Uh, we have the podcast up now with um, Peter Fannin and Michael Martin of the NUST talking about fan ownership in football. Uh, I'm just going to finish these notices off, Pete. Uh, we'll have the podcast Monday night, like clockwork. We'll have it out by 10, half 10 Monday night, hopefully looking back at Newcastle's win over Leicester. 
Um, and we'll also be back for the radio show next week. Size blown bubbles. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> there are literally bubbles. Be- Pete wants to say something. Not quite yet. O- almost, almost. Almost. You were going I to interrupt me there to tell me you were almost I was, I was, done. I was just going to say, can we all give like Gareth a big round of applause here? Yeah, he, Gareth. He has furiously been doing most of the still blowing bubbles. For, for Gareth. No, and also thanks thanks to you, Pete, as well. Appreciate it. And for Mike for coming up to do this. Welcome. But most and of all, thanks to, uh, let me do it, Graham Milton at GDMilton9 for taking part. Lord Spiceman at Quiz Regular at Toon Quadruple 7. Stuart Fraser at Stu Fraz. Josh McLoon uh, at Josh McLoon. Uh, Christopher Woods at Christoph Woods, NUFC 1980-1994 at NUFC underscore 1980-1994, as if 1980-1994 was taken by someone else. <laughs> uh, John Henderson at Debaser76 at, uh, I'm probably going to start repeating myself here, I've got Alan Stewart, Fraser Stewart, Fraz, at Kev, uh, at Venison underscore Barry, uh, and anyone else who I've missed out. Sorry, thanks for getting in touch, you you use lot make this show, you, you make it enjoyable, that's why we do it, so thanks very much, and we're going to be doing plenty more of these in the future. Pete. We ready? Here we go, lads. Okay, like I said, we we will double check this. Radio history. Yeah, so here we go. (laughs) Okay, um, Kev, we couldn't see your answers, so if any come in later, we'll we'll top them on. But at the moment, uh, you and Graham have both got 11. Oh, sorry, John with 10 10 and a half. See bottom. Yeah, John finished. Well done, John. Well done, John. Cheers for taking part. Yeah, then then Kev and Graham with 11 points each. Are you going to put the lads in from here into this as well? Uh, no, the, don't bother. Just crack on. What's the, oh, just oh, read oh, them oh, out. Oh, We're already yeah, okay. Yeah, you co- you co- um, well. Side ties with eleven, and then then there's uh, Ben and Mike with eleven and a half. That's uh, not right. Then, then we've got Stuart with don't argue okay with the key masters. Well done, Stuart. Well done, Stuart. Uh, we've then got uh, what's his name, Lord what? Lord Spiceman. Lord Spiceman. <laughs> you don't want to know what I was going to say. Lord Spiceman with fourteen and a half. Hang on, Lord Spiceman's not bottom. Get in. <laughs> well done. Okay, then there's a jump up where Chris gets seventeen and a half points. Well done, Chris. Christoph. Okay. In second place, and yeah, we have a little drum roll, guys. Apart from Sai, who's probably seen it, would anyone like to guess who's the runner-up out of NUFC and Josh? I'm going to say Josh is runner-up because NUFC always wins. Mike, would you like to have a guess? I don't know. I'll, I'll Josh was a long way ahead with the going at the last round. I don't want to guess. <laughs> you're going to have to, Ben. Everyone else says. Just say it. In second place, with 23 and a half points, is... NUFC, oh, which well. means that Josh wins with 26 points. Josh, that's Josh McLoon at Josh McLoon. Well done, mate. Um, <laughs> what's funny about that? Josh McLoon at Josh McLoon. Well, yeah. <laughs> well done, you've won two tickets to Newcastle United v Liverpool on the 6th of December. Uh, get in touch via... Um, Hang on, Ben. Don't, don't cut me off yet. Uh, get, in tu- oh, <laughs> get in touch via Twitter, via direct message. We'll get in touch with you. And UFC, unbelievable again. If I'd love to take you, because obviously I, I always do the question. <laughs> I'd love to take you on in a quiz if, if one of these lads had the skill to do a, a quiz that I'd, I'd, I'd happily um, go head to head. You just don't oh, have the skill, yeah. lads. Right. Thank you very much to everyone that listened. This has been the True Faith Radio Show. Cheers to Mike, Ben, Gareth, Pete and Cy. Um, and Thank thanks you. to everyone who's taken part. You've been fantastic. We'll do this again soon when, when the demand is. We'll basically do these quizzes when listeners get in touch saying when's the next quiz. So 
<laughs> Stop talking about football and just right. do another quiz, lads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Ta-da. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.